I woke with a start after having been unceremoniously conked on the old thinking meat case. Morrissey, what has happened? We've been kidnapped, Pluddles, by Republicans. They claim an election has been stolen and we must count the votes, or stop the votes from being counted, or something. I'm beginning to think they're clutching at straws. Rum, Morrissey. Rum. No, Pluddles. Whiskey. Uh, whiskey? Whiskey! Good snuffbox reference there. Indeed. The Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, brought to you today by Josh Edison and Dr. M. Denton. Hello and welcome to the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy. Hello. You see before you one Josh Edison and another Dr. M. Dentith. Um, so. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we had planned to do a post-US election special on the notion that maybe, maybe the election would be over and done with. Mm, or at least in some way kind of settled. But for the last 24 hours, nothing really has changed. So at this point in time, which is Saturday afternoon NZ Standard Time, it looks like Biden is going to win and that he's going to take Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and there's a recount going on in Georgia, but currently the count indicates that Biden has won and thus Joe Biden will be the next US president. We think. Probably. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Of course, as soon as we finish recording Mm. this episode, there's going to be new information which makes everything we're about to say completely irrelevant, including possibly Donald Trump deciding that maybe launching the nukes would be a good idea after all. Mm. We don't know. So we're in this kind of weird interstitial space of, we think we know who's won the election. That doesn't mean that the person who's lost the election is going to accept that defeat, although I don't think there's much they can do about it if they... when, when it comes down to it, I don't know. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, civil war, possibly. Who knows? Who no, knows? Yes. But we think Joe Biden's won. Probably. Probably. Perhaps. But we're willing to admit that by the time this goes out, it could be a completely different story. And I mean, as you say, we're doing it late, right? Normally we record on a Thursday, which is sort of Wednesday American time. So that would have been like one day after the actual voting day. And things looked a lot dicier there. Yeah. And then um, and uh, I was I was busy on Thursday. Yes, I, was... I believe you were counting votes for Al Gore. But not not quite, no. I was at the local horror movie film festival where we saw a showing of Psycho Gore Man. Ah, was that... Al Gore's potential running mate? It might have been. Ah. Uh, possibly Al Gore after a really bad day. Well, you know. But a delightfully silly film, which I thoroughly recommend. But that means so we couldn't record Thursday. Friday was also out. So we ended up getting delayed until Saturday and thought, well, that's actually kind of lucky, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it'll be done by then. By the time we're, yeah, but no. So oh. anyway, so we're going to, still going to be talking about the US election today because there still has been a bunch of stuff that definitely has been said and claims that have definitely been made of a conspiratorial nature. So we do have things to talk about. Um, but but actually, 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 no. There was another election. Do you remember all the way back in like two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. There was another ago. national election for a different country. I'll give you a clue. It's the country we live in and are sitting in right now. 
No, I'm not remembering a single thing about this at all. No, oh, well, allow me to refresh your memory. There was a general election here in New Zealand. Really? Uh, the Labour Party got a, a an astounding majority, unprecedented no, see, under now, a mixed-member proportional now system. Now I know you're making things up. The whole point of MMPs, you're not meant to have majority. Indeed, and yet that's what happened. Uh, but... So that was that was decided basically on the day, uh, but we, there were still the counting of special votes and what have you, which are votes that I. But basically, when you vote somewhere other than your own electorate, which can be from overseas or it can simply be from another part of the country, um, so that, those take a little while longer to count. But the, the the counting of the special votes has finally been done, and as in in, in the states, special votes tend to skew leftwards. Um, because of the overseas vote, not the people not being in their electorate mm. vote. Most people overseas tend to be going, well, the reason why I left the country is due to structural inequalities that make it very hard for me to be successful here. I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to vote for governments that are going to fix the problems back home. Mm. Um, and so once once the final count, special votes and everything came in, uh, there were a few little changes. Labour actually has an, even more of a majority now. They gained a seat. Yeah, I mean, they're actually, they, I mean, on, on the election day, they were, what, 49.6? Like something like that. And now they're 50.2. Mm. So they literally are a majoritarian government in an MMP system, which is kind, kind of, of unheard of. Yeah. Uh, the Maori Party also picked up one. They won uh, one electorate. Which was which electorate did they win? Was it Waiariki? I think so. Yeah. So they had one MP in Parliament, but then uh, their share of the electoral vote went up enough that they now have a second, which is nice. Um, and uh, national, th th those two seats picked up by Labour and uh, the Maori Party came out of Nationals' uh, portion, so they have a little bit left. Um, one interesting thing was, though, that the special counts uh, managed to flip three electorates where it had been closely contested, um, including Maungakeke, which is the electorate I'm in. Yeah, that, that was well done. National won that on the, on the night, uh, but the... Um, uh, our Labour candidate, Priyanka Radhakrishnan, who is, will now be the first, I think, Indian-born MP in New Zealand, which is nice. So there you go. Well, actually, yeah. no, she already was because she yeah. got on the party list, actually. But now she's, she's also our official electorate MP. And the thing which makes me happy is that as a Green Party supporter, I was actually horrified by the fact that ACT managed to outpoll the Greens on the night. Mm. And the specials have kind of reversed that. Now the Greens have outpolled ACT. And that it hasn't actually changed any of the proportionality of the Parliament, because it doesn't actually increase anyone or decrease anyone's numbers. It just makes me happy mm. that there are more Green voters than there are ACT voters out there. It's a slightly there. nicer feeling. Suck it, ACT. So... I'm not quite sure what, what, what moral we should be drawing of this. Is it that it's important to count all of the votes, or is it that um, changes and, and upsets can occur after you do count all the votes? Oh, if only, if only that was some, somehow salient somehow relevant, to a conversation yeah. we're about to have. Hmm. Oh, well, no helping it. I guess we'd just better talk about the US election instead. Yes. Do we mm. want to put a chime in or I, just roll straight in? I think we'd better put in a chime just for propriety, you know, it, just it's to doing things properly. It's tradition, and mm. appeals to tradition are always fallacious. Actually, what we should do, uh, we should actually just check to see whether there has been yeah, actually, any yep, last-minute no, change. Quickly on the news <laughs> websites. This could absolutely change the... Temp no, it's still... It's still it, the Associated Press is still saying... 
264 votes for Biden, 214 votes for Trump, but that Biden is edging towards victory because Biden loves edging. He's mm. always edging. That, I mean, this is actually probably the longest edging a politician's ever had. And, or, or a polity, for that matter. <laughs> well, yes, that's for, true. For an entire country. <laughs> it does make you wonder when they get released, exactly what's going to happen. I shudder to think. But, I, mean, um, you, I mean, they'll be shuddering. Uh, oh. But, oh. okay, yeah, so as we're recording, no announcement yet. Biden is in the lead. His, in the various states where Trump was leading, Biden, I think, has, has caught up and is now leading in, in those few yeah, important right. so states. Georgia, current margin towards Biden, 4,124 votes. That's Pennsylvania, 17,053 votes. Nevada, 22,657 votes. Now, Georgia might be one of those cases where it's too close to call because they've still got about 50,000 votes to count. But Pennsylvania and Nevada, those margins are very comfortable. Mm. Very, and I mean, that that would take Biden well over 270. That takes him into the realm of about 290 or so, yeah. which means More that Trump, Trump cannot win mm. by these numbers. By these numbers. At this point in time. Mm -hmm. so, Things might change. I'll yep. just refresh the page. So, it's, so it, looks, it looks like Biden's got it, but um, still... Who well, knows what's we'll going be happen. checking in on those numbers at the end I of think this episode, I think just we're better. in case. Yeah. Um, but a bunch of stuff has happened anyway over the last few days. Um, obviously, if you've been paying any attention to the news, you know that Trump's Trump's been saying some stuff. Yeah, although it is interesting that the media's response to Trump saying stuff has been to cut away from Trump saying mm. stuff. And that's just not ye, ye liberal news media. Even Fox News is going, these lies by the president are getting a little bit hard to stomach. We're going to maybe tell the truth about what's going on? Well, yeah, I mean, I... People are saying it's good, and it is, although I don't know that it actually reflects very well on them, that they've spent four years sort of equivocating and, and saying, well, Trump says this, and other people say that. Who's to tell? And only now, when it actually looks like he might get the boot, do they finally grow a backbone and are willing oh, to stand yes, up to the person yes, who's about I mean, to it is, most likely... Which does make you think that they're going, well, you've lost, and we kind of need to cozy up to the new administration. Mm. So suddenly we're all about reporting factual inaccuracies said by the President of the United States of America. Mm. But yes, there has been the scenes of Trump starts saying something and then the, the news anchor just cuts over the top and says, well, I'm sorry, we're not going to show this. It's, we're going to cut him off and we're going to fact check him. And it's not just the lies. It's also the inconsistency of the messaging and that Trump wants people to stop counting votes in, well, I was, I was about to say electorates, in states where he appears to be winning, but does want people to continue counting the votes in states where he appears to be losing, Arizona being the really big one. Mm -hmm. Arizona has been declared for Biden by the Associated Press. There's still vote counting going on in Arizona, and Trump really wants that vote counting to go on in Arizona. Also, well, a day ago, where he was still leading in Pennsylvania, Trump was saying, no, we need to stop the vote, which is going to be a problem for his campaign team going forward for any legal challenge, and that any lawyer worth their salt will go, it does seem that you only want to stop or continue counting the votes 
in cases where it privileges you. So it doesn't seem to be you're worried about electoral fraud per se, you're worried about just appearing to win. Mm. Um, and so, but, but when Trump has been said, has said stuff, um, and it has been, it hasn't been every network's cutaway, but several of them have, but in, in some cases it's all gone out. Actually, I suppose we should say the one thing about Fox is that they made themselves very unpopular with the Trump camp when they called Arizona. They did, that was the yes. thing. They called it for Biden. The Trump camp was apparently very unhappy that they did that, and yet they haven't backed down. But, um, but Fox nevertheless has, I believe, been broadcasting Trump's whole speeches without, without cutting him off in the middle. And what speeches they have been. I mean, the, the gist of it is he, he's, he's wanting to say that if you count all the quote-unquote legal votes... He's he clearly won. won. He's clearly won. And it's only because there's a bunch of quote-unquote illegal votes for Biden that are, that are swaying things in his direction. And so that, and it's all a scam. It's all a fraud. Um, it's a complete charade. Um, he, he, he truly is the winner. And it's only because of, of a conspiracy against him that things being rigged um, that we're in this position. Now, lots of people are saying, OK, he said that. No actual evidence for it. Like, at all. No, in fact, actually, the White House spokesperson was called on this on Fox earlier today, where she was going, look, we've got evidence of electoral fraud, and we really need an investigation. And the Fox News anchor went, well, I mean, we're seeing these claims. We're not seeing any evidence. Could you please give us some evidence? And her response was, you need to give us time to find that evidence, which does appear to be a case of, look, we're saying there's fraud, and we'll find evidence of it eventually, which is why we have to investigate it now and stop this, this vote counting, because we suspect it's going on, even though we've yet to see any actual evidence of it. And Fox News is going, well, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to allege fraud. It's another thing to actually give a case for investigating it. Just because there could be fraud doesn't mean that we have to investigate cases of suspected fraud. You need some kind of evidence to say, look, fraud is occurring, and then you launch an investigation. Mm. Now, there's been some other stuff, um, claims of, of uh, sort of ballot stuffing and, and the old uh, lots, all these dead people being registered to vote. I even read somewhere that apparently Ruth Bader Ginsburg got a, a ballot sent out addressed to her or something. Um, I don't know where these numbers are coming from. They also they only seem to be claiming here's a bunch of dead people who have been registered to vote, but no, no evidence that votes were actually cast under these dead people's names. That's one. And then the other thing that's been going, they've been going on about is the observers, because obviously when votes are being counted, as I'm pretty sure happens here. Oh yes, yep. yes, we have we have very strict rules about vote observation in this country. Mm -hmm. Every party is allowed to send an observer to a polling place. They are not allowed to interact with the public. They just stand in the background watching the process. So if they spot something, they can tap a member of the election team to go, you need to check that out. But their role is simply to stand there observing things so that parties get a, a general feel that the election is going correctly. Mm. And the US has observers of the same kind. But not if you listen to Trump. No, no. And indeed, I mean, there have been cases in some polling stations around the US where observers have been asked to leave because there were too many of them there. The Republicans are saying, oh, 
only Republican observers are being asked to leave, or the evidence indicates that when people are being asked to leave, it's proportional. If they they get rid of as many people from both sides of the mm. aisle to allow there to be space for people to actually cast their votes, especially since it's a pandemic. Mm. I've heard there've also been claims or people talking about uh, being taken to court. Uh, the the Republican Party winning cases that have been taken to court around the presence of observers and what have you, but the only thing I've actually heard a person actually talk about was somewhere in Kansas. I might be making that up. Somewhere um, there was a court case that they went to court to allow the observers to stand closer. So instead of having to remain 12 feet away, they were allowed to go as close as six feet from the people counting the ballots. And that was upheld. And that, as far as I'm aware, is the only actual court case that's been found in favour um, regarding the courtroom observers. Now, there have been stories coming out, I've been reading them on Twitter and so on, of implications of uh, Republican observers being obstructive mm. and challenging challenging ballots um, as they're counted for various means until... Including uh, one ballot which was challenged because it looked, looked sticky. sticky. Yes. Uh, and then the, 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 story, the claim that has been made was that eventually sort of the, the, the call came in and they were they were they got the orders from on high to ju just challenge every ballot, challenge every single one. Which all that does is slow the mm. process down. Now, I mean, this this is just one person's anecdote um, that they put up on Twitter, but that's that's been the claim. Oh, and then there's Sharpiegate. Oh, I haven't seen Sharpiegate. So Sharpiegate is the claim that people casting ballots have been given Sharpies, which will then invalidate the ballot paper beneath the one they're voting oh, on. Oh, it goes through. And it turns out that A, Sharpies are used all the time, but B... The way that the ballot paper is designed when it's teared off the book, it's designed that if there's bleed through of the ink, it bleeds through to a point on the ballot paper that will not invalidate it. So they've actually quite cleverly designed ballot papers so that if there is bleed through, it's kind of orientated in such a way that one beneath it will not be affected. Mm, clever. Yeah. Um, so there's been that bit, but of course, a lot of people are indeed taking Trump at his word, these Trump supporters. And so there's there's lots of protests. I'm sure you've been seeing those on the news. Um, people people shouting stop the count or start the count or... Or every vote counts. Every vote counts. No votes count. Only some votes count. Miniature American flags for others. I forget how that works. Twirling towards freedom. Yes. Um, and within those, um, within those protests, things have been getting somewhat conspiratorial as well. Um, so there's been one case uh, in Philadelphia where police have, have, have broken up an alleged plot to attack the Pennsylvania Convention Center. They sort of picked up a couple of guys in a van who had guns in their van, and it sounded like they were going in to start some trouble. This is all alleged at the time. Um, but there was an interesting a video that just uh, just saw um, on Twitter and TikTok this morning of a guy, it was sort of, uh, the video itself was labelled, this is how, you know, what watch a conspiracy theory start um, and what watch it, watch it actually form in real time, where you had crowds outside a polling place watching people f uh, take stuff, uh, media people take stuff out of a media van and start carrying these boxes into the polling place. 
and for some reason somebody decided that what they were seeing was ballots, was boxes full of invalid ballots being taken into the convention centre for some good old-fashioned ballot stuffing. And so you had these people all standing behind the fence yelling, look, 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 you can see, that's them, that's the ballots, that's the fake ballots. And this, the guy who was reporting it was sort of, you know, looking at these people yelling at this, this thing going on. And then I, what, I assume they were media credentialed or something. They were then able to go around and say, hello, media, it was, it was a Fox, even, it was a Fox media van. So what is we're, it that you have in the back of your van? We're saying a lot of positive things about Fox yes, today. it won't last, don't no. worry. Uh, and this guy said, oh, these are my cameras, this is my microphones, this is my GoPro, and then you know, quite, quite clearly showing they were all boxes full of, of media equipment coming out of the back of this media van. Hmm. But one interesting thing I did notice was one guy, one guy, uh, while they were shouting all this, but it was basically saying, don't worry about it because of the watermarking. Oh yes, the isotopes. The, the isotopes. isotopes. Yes, so there's been there's another story. Um, so I, I first heard about this thanks to a friend of the show, Hayden, who sent me some screenshots that he had seen going around um, Facebook, where basically the idea is that obviously ballot papers are watermarked because yep. they're official documents, but the, the idea is that they have they, they have extra super secret special non-radioactive isotope watermarks on the official ballots. And so I'm I'm actually quite curious to know what they mean by non-radioactive isotopes. Are they, is the person coming up with this theory, oh, normally when people talk about isotopes, they're talking about, they're talking about radioactive isotopes, but we can't put radioactive materials into a ballot paper, there'll be a health risk. So obviously it's going to be a non-radioactive isotope. You can just say isotope. Mm. You can just say isotope. Yes, but at any rate, so, so now the idea is that this is actually all a super secret galaxy brain fourth level chess plan from Q and Trump and what have you, that they're actually super secret watermarks that the Democrats don't know about but for some reason randos on the internet do. Um, so all of these ballots that they're stuffing the ballot box with and cheating, they're all going to be found out once it turns out that they don't have the super secret special watermarks on them and not the normal ones. So, right, just let me get this straight. So the Republicans, presumably via the White House, have constructed special ballots which aren't encoded in any kind of rules or legislation to fool the Democrats when they produce counterfeit balance without these isotopes in it. Mm. But surely that means that the White House created ballots are kind of counterfeit ballots in the first place because of this extra special feature they've put in which isn't actually part of the standard ballot paper in the first I place. I think they're claiming that it is. I then think... why don't the Democrats know about this? I don't know. I mean, Correct me if I'm wrong, but Barack Obama and Vice President Joe Biden used to be in the White House as part of the government and presumably know fair well how their electoral system works. Yes, I, I assume, but that was before Q, you see. This is all. God, we have so, to talk about Q now. Well, we're we're gonna. It's gonna happen, I'm afraid. Um, so I mean, the, the tweets. Uh, I was shown screenshots of tweets saying things like. Consider Department of Homeland Security controlled the official ballots production. Democrats print extras not knowing about non-radioactive isotope watermarks on, on official ballots. Military sting operation. After weeding out all counterfeit ballots, Trump landslide confirmed. And people then gleefully saying the Democrats have set their own trap trying, trying to cheat the election. Now that was clever. Who thought of that? But when they say who, they say capital W, capital H, 
Capital Q. Which actually, uh, to my mind, can be more like what? what? Yeah. But anyway, what but sort yes. of that. So uh, implying that it's all a. So yeah, I mean, and then other people saying Trump's won, Trump's won it. A secret watermark was inserted into polling cards. Dems didn't know about it and illegally turned up with dodgy polling cards. Republicans have them skewered. So, so once again, basically, it's it's sort of the old Q template of don't worry, everything's going to turn out right. There is a secret plan in place that eventually is going to show up the Democrats for the cheating bastards that they are. And yeah, and once again, just I always... just don't think this works because. If it turns out that the I won the election because of a secret feature of ballot papers we didn't tell the opposition about, that's surely grounds for legal tap uh, uh, for going. Well, you actually you tampered with the election because you produced ballots which don't adhere to a standard. Because if it adheres to a standard, that standard must be open for everyone to know. I just don't. I don't think they've thought this through. Well, that sounds like. The White House has produced counterfeit ballots. Department of Homeland to, Security, allegedly. Well, to counteract other counterfeit ballots. Yes. You I can't mean, win an election by going, well, my counterfeit ballots outnumber yours. Look, I will thank you to stop bringing logic and good common sense into discussions of Q talking points, please. It's true. You should yes, bring Q, logic to a Q debate. Yeah. Q, Q, apparently, the, the Q folks are getting a little bit. A little bit worried, you know, those, those, those who haven't managed to come up with a, a nice story which says that Trump really is winning when it looks like he's not. Um, so some people are like, some people are basically, you know, sticking to their guns, saying, have faith in the plan, it's all going to work out, because that's been the theme of QAnon for the last four years or however long, it's all going to turn out, there's a plan, it's all being taken care of, it looks like things are not going Trump's way at all, but that's just because how, how yeah. cunning the plan yeah, it's is. Just, it's, just, it's a plan. It's a plan. Stick to the plan. But, and yet other people are, are actually questioning things and what's going on. And I saw, I saw, a tw I saw another tweet today, and it was, um, it was sort of the disclaimer was basically, th these can't all be real, but even if some of them are, that's kind of glorious. And it was screen grabs from various Reddit and other forums of people um, who are who are supposedly in tears because they'd bet their life savings on Trump winning, having been assured a hundred percent guarantee that he was going to win by QAnon types. God, it is the Iraqi dinar thing all over again. Well, maybe. So I mean, so this, so it was like, yeah, it's 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 some dude saying something on an internet forum. So it could be, it could be a total fabrication, but um, it's it's not out of the question. And then I saw a thread this morning. <clears throat> Claiming that, and now I don't, do, do, do you keep ta tabs at all on sort of the, your 8chan, 8con, QAnon things at all? Not particularly. No. I mean, I'm, I'm aware of it, and I probably should spend more time looking at it, given the research projects I'm involved mm. in, looking at disinformation and the like, but... I just don't find it to be a very pleasant experience. No. So unless I unless work requires me to, I try to avoid those particular message boards. Yes, well, because now it was a... um. It was a patron bonus episode where we talked about the whole who is Q thing. Oh yes, it? yes, it we, yes. So in a patron bonus episode, we talked about the allegation that Ron Watkins is Q, and so this story is actually kind of fascinating mm. because Q started off on 8chan on role-playing servers, basically. But for some reason, this particular a non-roleplay QAnon a high-level deep state operative within the American political system. This one seemed to take on a life of its own and became real in the way that the other role-playing forums never did. 
Now there's a big argy-bargy as to who the original Q was, but it's now widely suspected that the son of 8chan's founder, and the person who is basically now the admin of 8kun, the replacement for 8chan, Ron Watkins, is now playing the role of Q. And this new story indicates that round about the time of the election, Ron Watkins is no longer active? Yes, well, yeah, I mean, this the the, um, the patron bonus episode that we did was based on an episode of the Reply All podcast, which talked very to... Very good episode. The, very good episode. Uh, not their the episode, I don't say our patron. I mean, oh, our that one wasn't I bad. Mean, yeah, our patron episode was yeah. fine, but the Reply All episode is fantastic. It's Yeah, and actually, you talked about Jim Watkins as the founder of 8chan, although, of course, he wasn't actually the founder. He there no, was the right. other guy yeah. who they kind who of they, who took they it stole over from. Who they 8chan from. More or less. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of that, and, and yeah, the, the the basic end point of the Reply All episode is that while we can't prove that either Watkins Jr. or Sr. is Q and is posting as Q, we definitely know they're the only ones who know who, who, who Q know is. Who Q is who, they're the only ones who are in any sort of a position to be able to verify that whoever's posting to Q's account is Q, and the only ones with the means if they wanted to take control of his account and post whatever they want. So supposedly, according to what I've been reading on Twitter today, Q has not posted since election day. Um, and people are getting a little bit a little bit nervous about this. And then supposedly, on election day, seven hours after Q's last post, Ron Watkins, that's the son of Jim Watkins, resigned as admin from 8kun. Um, and so yeah, he and he and Jim are the only are the people who are assumed to know who Q is um, and are able, whether or not they do, they, they seem to be the only people who are able to go in and post as, as Q's account if they wanted to. Um, and so some people are like, so, so is that it? Is Q gone? Uh, and others are like, no, 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 yeah, keep the faith, keep the faith, the usual thing. Um, uh, the, the person, this was uh, someone called Ben Collins, who I'm afraid I do not know, was putting this on Twitter. Username one he's underscore. A, he's a very prominent Q anon researcher. Ah, well, there we go. So he does know what he's talking about. Um, so he says, is this the end of QAnon? And he's like, well, absolutely not. Um, the, 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 the password, the, the details to the Q account on 8kun um, uh, are extremely valuable and totally sellable. Um, there's, there, there's too much money in it now, too many hangers-on, too, too much merch and what have you, so it seems inconceivable that um, one way or another you won't see any more posts from the Q account. But... Um, I just thought I'd check in on Infowars mm -hmm. to oh. see what's oh, happening there because point. I just thought I haven't actually seen what Alex Jones had to say about this. So breaking news according to Infowars, Trump rallies happening tomorrow at state capitals in all 50 states. And that does remind me that there was reports earlier today that Trump himself might be planning a rally to occur tomorrow because apparently one way to snatch defeat from no snatch victory from defeat would be to simply hold a rally and tell people I've won. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, there's just just a whole lot of claims of election fraud going on, and also all the and then Angelina Jolie's MI6 interview shows just how connected Hollywood is to the deep state. Interesting. In case of what on earth is is that about? Apparently, she has given 
an extraordinary interview in Time magazine where she sat down with the former head of UK's MI6 spy network, Sir Alex Younger. So was interviewed by a former spy, but apparently that now indicates that Angelina Jolie works for MI6, mm. the CIA and other organisations. Interesting. Yeah. That seems a bit of a stretch, but who mm. knows. But uh, back to the US election, what else have we seen? We've seen um, videos of ballot stuffing going on have been passed around the internet of people actually walking in with these bags of ballots and stuffing them into, into ballot boxes. Now, apparently these videos are true. They're just not current uh, and not of America either. Apparently they are videos of people stuffing boxes in sort of a, in a Russian election from from some time ago. Actually, speaking of Russia, now this is not entirely relevant, but I see plans that Putin uh, Putin might be stepping down, allegedly over worries that he might have Parkinson's or something. Oh dear, I had not yeah, heard that. I just saw the headlines today. So that might be, I think that might be looking to that for next week's bonus episode or something. Yes. Now, I've also checked in on davidike.com. Oh. Uh, the top banner is, no, don't count every vote, count every legal vote. Right, so he's actually going for the Trump line, is he? Yeah. That's a shame. I mean, there's a quite interesting question as to how you detect a legal vote from an illegal mm. vote. It does seem that currently the Republican mantra for that is a vote for the Republicans is a legal vote. A vote for anyone else is not. And actually that then gets us to one of the other interesting things about this election in the US. The number of states where Biden has won because... The difference between Biden's vote and Trump's vote is entirely explicable by people voting for the libertarian candidate. Mm -hmm. Libertarians may well have given Biden the presidency. And this is kind of ironic because typically libertarians do tend to be right wing. And thus they're more likely to be people who would be tending to vote for Trump than there would be people who would be likely to vote for Biden. So libertarians actually may well have saved the US, yeah, which is a sentence I never thought I would say, and hopefully we'll never have to say again. Met one the other week, actually. Really? At, um, at uh, my wife's birthday party. Oh. We had, uh, he, was, he was on the staff at the, at the bar, at the pub where we were. American fellow who'd been talking to some of the political types there and saying, "Yep, he's he's going to vote Libertarian because he can't. It's it's it was because of his conscience. He couldn't couldn't in good conscience vote for either of the main ones, and um, his conscience is what matters." Yeah. Mm. Well, uh... lovely fellow. Really? Oh, you seem nice enough. Yeah. Um, so what else have you got? Okay, the only other thing I've seen just pop up in the last, in fact, just this morning. Um, so there's a whole lot of fundraising going on still because no, it's no longer fundraising for the various candidates election efforts it's now fundraising to support the legal challenges that are going to go towards all these um, uh, all these election results apparently but supposedly uh, if you read the fine print when it comes to Trump's uh, recount litigation efforts you see that um, in the details half of the money up to a certain amount that you send in won't actually go towards the recount litigation efforts. It will go towards paying off Trump's campaign debt. So just um, one, one might call that a, a scam, possibly a grift. Mm, yeah, it does seem a bit grifty. It does bit, seem a little bit grifty. Yeah. So that's going. So 
I mean, that's most of this, at least half of the stuff we've talked about today, I think, is stuff that I saw browsing Twitter and other internet sites this morning. And most of the rest of it came from yesterday. It's just, it's still all on. And, um... and it's very much just the same story, just variations of mm. it, which is Trump has won the election. Trump has won the election. Trump has won the election. The election has been stolen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for our purposes, when it comes to matters conspiratorial, all the conspiracy is basically that there is one by the Democrats to steal the election. Somehow it's happened. I, we have no evidence. I suppose from a non-conspiracy theory aspect, the thing which is really disturbing about this election is the lack of a landslide victory for the anti-Trump candidate. Yeah. Because the theory was Trump was bad, he was bad news, people didn't actually like him as president, and thus the chance to vote him out of office everyone would go towards. Turns out that voter participation in the US is huge. This Biden is, is now... Yeah, sorry, I, I, I did meant to conditionalise that. Mm. Biden does have more votes than any US president ever. Part of that is population size, mm. but also it's just substantially more than the equivalent voting base in the last election. But Trump has also outperformed his role in the last election as well, which means that he hasn't lost votes, he's gained votes. And indeed, once you start dissecting the voting pattern, it turns out he's gained votes in parts of the voting populace that people thought would be anti-Trump. Mm. So he's no he's more popular than he was before, which does kind of indicate that Trumpism is probably here to stay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean we'll I'm sure we'll be coming back to this for weeks really because there's there are going Possibly to be years. There are going to be legal challenges whether whether or not how far they get out. I did see and another thing, actually, I noticed just today or yesterday was uh, an account of, of um, one of the court challenges where they were saying, wanting, wanting to get the courts to stop some recount somewhere because the Republican observers weren't allowed in. And the judge was basically like, are there any Republican observers in there? And the guy said something about there being a non-zero number of them in there. And the judge basically said... I forget the exact wording, but it was on the lines of, you know, as a member of the bar in the state, are there any Trumps, uh, are there any Republican observers in there right now? And I was like, well, yes. Then why are you here? And basically that was it. Yeah. Um, yes, it, there does seem to be a, a suggestion that as long as we can suggest something untoward is going on, the courts will stop it. And then the courts are going can't just say you think something bad is going on. You need to actually state that something bad is going on. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, one assumes that surely they'll come up with enough legal challenges that they'll get some of them to stick, and then we'll have to sit through that. But, I mean, it's only, like you said earlier, uh, Georgia at the moment is looking to be the only um, state that's really close um, and who knows, with, what was it, 98% of the vote counted last, last I saw. So that one might have grounds for a recount, but... Yeah. Actually, I believe, they've, I believe they've actually said there is, there is going to be a oh, recount okay. because well, the margin go. is so small, they're just, they're just going to do the recount anyway. Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah, but, but as for the rest of it, I, I don't know. But 
Yeah, I, I think you're quite right. Trumpism's not going anywhere in a hurry, so we'll have to see what that actually means. In well, terms what it of means is we're probably going to have, if Biden really does take the presidency, we're probably going to have four years of Republicans claiming the, ele claiming the election was stolen. Mm. Yeah, I did see, I didn't read it, but I saw a headline of someone, someone had sort of come up with a list of here's, here's 200 odd things that Biden could do without needing Senate approval and therefore couldn't be blocked from doing. So we'll see. But um, yes, I don't know if, because, oh, bloody Mitch McConnell got back in. I know. They love him. And where is he from? Kentucky. Yeah. Bloody Von Billen sounding son of a bitch. But anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, 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 and actually that reminds me of one other thing. Uh, some people pointed out, apparently, I've not seen this myself, having never voted in an American election, but supposedly you vote for the president and where there are Senate slash Congress um, uh, uh, races going on, you vote for the president, Senate and Congress all on the same ballot paper. So if they're going to say that these ballots are illegal and invalid, that also means that all the Republicans who've got back into the Senate and Congress and what have you... Okay, those have to be... It's, it's, on, it's on the yeah. same papers. Yeah. So they, nobody seems to be too interested in um, challenging that one. Which probably imply. is why a lot of Senate Republicans are going, yeah, we're not going to support this whole voter fraud thing because actually I've just won re-election... There's no guarantee I might win re-election if we do another run-through. Mm. Yeah, so interesting times. We've we've put this off and put the recording this episode off, and still don't really have a clue what we're talking about. Um, and and I'm wondering if that's going to stay that well, way for a wee while. Okay, before so before we, we, before end, we we'll finish do a one episode, last yep. refresh Quickly of refresh the, the new Guardian. Sites. No, no change. No change. No okay. change. Yet. Georgia heading for recount while Biden leads in two key states. Okay, so there so, we go. So, oh, and although it's update 13 mm -hmm. minutes ago, when will we know the US election result? And the answer is days, weeks, or even months. Hooray! Although, I, and I don't know enough about constitutional law to, to know whether this claim on Twitter is true, but someone was saying that the way the process works... If there's no declared winner by January 20th, the Speaker of the House takes the presidency. Yeah. So, Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> Interesting. I mean, maybe that was the con the entire time? Ooh. Yeah. Mm, now, there's a conspiracy think. theory I could yes. believe in, which is a very useful segue. Oh, it is. Because our Patreon bonus episode this week is us taking a look at a post on Reddit of conspiracy theories people find plausible. And we're just going to go through that list and talk about some of them mm. and whether we think they're plausible or not. Yes. We're going to judge Reddit. We basically are. We're going we're gonna to live. It's going to be another reaction video. Only it's not on video because we only do videos for the main episode. It's true. And also it's not really much a reaction video when you're just... <laughs> scrolling going... <laughs> doom, hmm. doom scrolling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. I'm afraid you might, you might be overselling this episode. Um, but yes, yeah, so if you want to watch us doom scrolling Reddit, um, well, listen to us at least do that, uh, then be a patron. And if you are a patron, congratulations. Yes. Your work here is done. Uh, if you'd like to be a patron, go to patreon.com and look for the podcast's guide to the conspiracy. Um, 
And I, I guess maybe we should. We haven't done. I haven't done the the, the the whole admin spiel in a while. Which is that? Yes, there are videos of this on YouTube. There are there are videos on M's YouTube channel, which um, our podcast host Podbean.com just automatically spits out. So yeah. that's just the yeah. audio with a screen on the top. But then we also do video these things on a camera, which works sometimes, and put them up on my video uh, channel, which is Monkey Fluids for reasons. Um, so if you, if you actually would like to watch the two of us sitting side by side, if you, if you if you're overseas and um, you just want to see a bit of two human beings in close proximity to one another, just for the novelty of it, it's true. breathing in each other's faces as yep. we talk, I could I could sneeze on him right now and would not feel a pinch of guilt. Actually, now think about it. Given there's a given that there, there's a kink for everything, we possibly should look at fetish sites to see whether 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 two people sitting side by, <laughs> by side in the talk, age of Corona. Yeah, yeah is the kind of case. Oh, we we may have an untapped audience. Oh, yep. Okay, so there you go. Tell all your filthy pervert friends to get on YouTube and watch the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy for all the close proximity disease not having action you could desire. Yeah. Mm. But until then, um, I think we've come to the end of an episode. Uh, so patrons, stick around if you want another one. Everybody else, we'll see you next week when we probably won't have any more of a clue what's going on than we do right now. That possibly less. Mm, possibly less. Goodbye. And remember, America, stop edging. Mm. Stop edging. been listening to the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy starring josh addison and dr mrx dentit which is written research recorded and produced by josh and m you can support the podcast by becoming a patron via its podbean or patreon campaigns and if you need to get in contact with either josh or m you can email them at podcastconspiracy at gmail.com or check their twitter accounts monkey fluids and conspiracism It's just a step to the left.